0: What's up? We are back. How are yes. you? Good. How are you? Ooh. I'm doing good. Thank yes. you. We are here for an, another segment. Yes, we basic are. Bible study. Yeah. We are covering chapters 12 through 17. And uh, any, you got any anything new? Anything going on?
1: No, no. I just thought we should pray before.
0: You know what? You, you talked about this a few days ago,
1: no. and. I
0: do feel very bad that we haven't Don't been doing bad. this.
1: No, we're only human. We're only human, and we just figured we should pray, because we do do that before we do our Bible studies on our own, and we we feel like if you pray beforehand, you're bringing God into the with you to study your Bible, and He, we just thought that it would be good if we prayed beforehand. It is. Would you mind saying no? The not at all. All right. Okay. So, Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this time together for Robin and I, and for all those who join us wherever they are. Let them know that we've been praying for them, and even though we don't know their names, we know their who they are, and thank you for letting them join us and bless this study that we have. At this time and are joined together and let us learn what you want us to learn
0: at this time in your name we pray amen amen beautiful hi pop okay so first we are going to as usual uh, recap what we did in the pre the previous segment yes would you like to do that uh, go ahead okay <laughs> okay yes all right. Uh, so quick recap from Genesis chapter 6 through 11. Now, uh, the Lord wasn't pleased with man. There was way too much sin. And the Lord's like, I'm, I'm taking everything out. Right. With a flood, except for Noah and his family. So God provided Noah with the exact directions of how to build this, this huge ark. Which, by the way, after doing research, the ark is in Kentucky. Oh, okay. We knew it was there somewhere. Right. I thought it was a Carolina. It's a Kentucky, and it is built by to the exact. Yes. Okay. It's a whole thing you can go to. Wow. It's like a park, not a park park, but like a you pay to go into okay. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, the flood lasted forty days, forty nights, destroyed everything, and they were in the ark for almost a year, long time. So God had made a covenant or a promise. With the humans, with mankind, that he would never uh, take out mankind again with a flood, and then he kind of, you know, he sealed that promise with a beautiful rainbow. Yes. We also learned about the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. The Babylonians wanted to reach the heavens without God. God said, "Mm mm right. Can't do that." Uh, so he God scrambled their language and scattered them all over the all over the earth. Uh, so, you know, so they wouldn't do that and right. the construction would cease, etc. And then we had just learned about Abram and Sarai. Right. Sarai. Okay. And she was unable to become pregnant. was there, Am I missing anything? No. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Okay. So that's what we learned before. Let's get cracking into uh, chapter 12. Now... I read this. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, Genesis is deeply focused on God's relationship with the nation of Israel. Genesis chapter 12 yes. marks the beginning of that relationship. This moment in history marks the foundations for God's relationship with the nation of Israel, his chosen people. Right. So this is like the beginning of it. This is the beginning. Yeah. It's oh, interesting yeah. to know. Yes. So Genesis chapter 12, verses one through three, the Lord had said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now, when it says all the families on earth will be blessed through you, spoiler alert, that's referring to Jesus. Yes. So that's coming, alert. that's coming down the line. Yes. Um, and then joining Abram was his was his wife, Sarai, and Sarai. then his nephew Lot. And Abram was a strapping chap. Yes. 75 years old when he left. Oh yeah. And he took everything. He
1: took it all.
0: Yeah. I mean, all of his wealth, cattle, whatever, household, helpers, and they're going to Canaan. Right. Uh, Abram was was obedient. He didn't, you know, he didn't really question it. He's like, all right, we're going. I'm going. I'm going to listen to God. Yes, he did. And he left everything behind. Right. That's
1: something. That's something to say, that he listened and he just, he did what God told him to do and he... He was a wealthy livestock owner, but he just did what he was told to do and
0: did it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, It said in our notes that God may be trying to lead you to a place of greater service and usefulness for him. Don't let the comfort and security of your present position make you miss God's plan for you. Yes, that's right. Don't, Don't stay in that comfort spot
1: because you might be missing a better... A better comfort and earthly comforts are easy but God's comforts are so much better for us it, it and once you get them you you will realize that you have no idea and it also said that Abram regularly built altars to God for two reasons because they didn't have Jesus yet so they still built altars to him Um, for prayer and worship, and as reminders for God's promise to bless him. Abram couldn't survive spiritually without regularly renewing his love and loyalty to God. Building altars helped Abram remember that God was at the center of his life. Regular worship helps us remember what God desires and motivates us to, uh, to do
0: if moving on genesis were you done i'm sorry yes i'm done okay Uh, genesis chapter 12 verses 10 through 13 at that time a severe famine struck the land of canaan forcing abram to go down to egypt where he lived as a foreigner so god told him you need to leave your hometown you're going to go to canaan but then he took him right out of canaan yes because there was a famine As he was approaching the border of Egypt, Abram said to his wife, Sarai, look, you are a very beautiful woman. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Let's kill him. Then we can have her. So please tell them you are my sister. Then they will spare my life and treat me well because of their interest in you. Now, which is interesting because he he was so obedient to God in leaving. Yeah. But now. He's scared. He's scared. Do you think. Maybe one of the reasons was because it was, it it was so, uh, the threat was, was so tangible. Like he knew it was right there. Maybe. I think, I don't know. Yeah.
1: It said that in our notes, under direct pressure, he distorted the truth. So oh. I, I don't know. I don't know why he did that. Like yeah. he just lost his way for a minute. I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. Mm-mm.
0: Abram didn't trust the Lord to protect him in this situation. So they told people Sarai was Abram's sister, Mm -hmm. which he was the, she's a half sister. And remember back then, they, you know, they kind of did that. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the Pharaoh's men saw how pretty she was and brought her to the Pharaoh. And she became one of his wives because, you know, he had a lot. Yeah. He's a Pharaoh. He was. Um, And then in return, Abram got. A lot of gifts. He got an abundance of gifts. Uh, But the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his household with plagues, leading to the revelation that Sarai was indeed married. Yeah. Why did he do that? I just... I don't know. So even the Egyptians knew. They had an understanding. Something here is wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And so that the plagues were a punishment for sin. So the Pharaoh confronted Abram and was like, you know, why did you do that? And so he's sent him away. Yeah. Take, take Sarai. Take your gifts. get
1: Go on. Go on. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't killed.
0: Yeah, I am too for something like that.
1: I think it was just God's favor. God protected him. You yeah. know, he had better plans, but I just... He lost faith in God's protection. He did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Now, that's all I have for
0: chapter 12. Do you have anything?
1: Um, Just what you just had said.
0: So, no, that's all I have for 12. Okay. That's all
1: I have for 12.
0: All right. So, moving on to chapter 13. uh, Abram, Sarai, and Lot, they all left Egypt. Yes. And so, we already knew that that Abram was wealthy.
1: Yes. And then
0: he became even more wealthy when, you know, when they left. But Lot had also become wealthy. Mm Mm-hmm. And the land just couldn't support both of them. Right. There was too much. Too much going on. They were so close together and their herdsmen started arguing. And yeah. so but Abram kept kept it cool. Yes, he did. And he, he talked a lot and he was like, Listen, don't let their arguments, you know, affect our relationship. Why don't <clears throat> excuse me, why don't you take, you know, your pick of, of land and, and go. You know, you can have whatever you want. Right. Um, he said in Genesis 13, chapter 13, verse 9, "The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any section of the land you want, and we will separate." And so I was reading that that was actually that was very generous of him of Abram because he was the older he was older uh, yeah so he could have had his pick yes but he's like no go ahead yeah. And, and that keeps,
1: like, even when you have kids, like, you're saying, okay, always let the, if you're going to argue, then let the, the person pick the bigger piece of cake or whatever. Yes. And it keeps family peace. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, that was the right way to do it, I
0: think. It was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, it said, like you were saying, it said in our notes, this example shows us how to respond to difficult family situations. Take the initiative in resolving conflicts. Put family peace above personal desires. Yes. Not always easy. But, no. But. but it's a good thing to remember and to uh, to do. Exactly. It sure is. So in uh, moving on, we've got Genesis chapter 13, verses 12 through 16. Yep. So Abram settled in the land of Canaan, and Lot moved his tents to a place near Sodom. So right now he's moving near Sodom, right? And settled among the cities of the plain. But the people of this area were extremely wicked and constantly sinned against the Lord. After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abram, Look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I am giving all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth... They cannot be counted. I know. Amazing. It really is. And this was the first time he kinda he broke it down to to April. Right. You know. Yeah. or was it the second? Did he tell him before? Well he said you'll have Oh yeah, and twelve. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Second time. And and he didn't have children. So Whoa. he's thinking, well, well, you know, but okay. Whatever. I... You knew that
0: had to be going through his head at, you know, uh, 75, 80 years old. Um, Okay, God, I'll be checking this out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We'll see what happens here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Now, do you have anything for chapter uh, 13? No, just what you have. Just that he moved next to Sodom, and Sodom was an evil place, just so we know. Yes. Full of wickedness.
0: Yeah, and he. It, this was well known all over. Yeah, it was known all over that. Yeah, it was bad news. It was bad news. Yeah. So moving on to chapter fourteen. Yep. Now war had broken out in in the area in the region, and the early verses of Genesis chapter fourteen are the Bible's first mention of the word war. Yes. Okay, yeah. I did not know that. Uh-uh. Thank you for telling me that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, in uh, Genesis chapter 14, verses 10 through 12, As it happened, the valley of the Dead Sea was filled with tar pits, and as the army of the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fell into the tar pits, while the rest escaped into the mountains. The victorious invaders then plundered Sodom and Gomorrah and headed for home, taking with them all the spoils of war and the food supplies. They also captured Lot, a Ab- Abram's nephew, who lived in Sodom. Now he's moved in there. Now he's in there. And carried off everything he owned. So isn't that something? First he was near there. Near. Now. Now he's in there. Yeah. Just something to keep in mind. Um, so despite everything he had heard about it, he still... He couldn't fight the temptation. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh, so word had gotten to... Abram that Lot had been captured, and he had gathered over three hundred men to go search for Lot. Yes, when they were they were successful. They yeah. they got all everything back. Everything, yes. Did you want? To I say did. Um, go ahead, in yeah. in
1: our notes it says this. Um, even though you may, when you're in in something that it's a sinful situation, even though you may be strong going into that maybe one of your family members will not be so you have to consider that Mm. like if if you're going into a situation that you know there's going to be people that aren't of the faith and you're bringing someone there that faith isn't real strong you you might want to consider that not taking them or not going it's very important Lot wasn't strong enough to fight that even though he chose that area, mm-hmm. he wasn't strong enough to fight that temptation. Though Abram was, but not Lot. So he got whipped in there.
0: And so, sometimes it's easier said than done. Yes. Because things, I mean, it's its very easy to look, uh, to judge someone and right. say, Oh, how could they ever get involved with this or this? But it happens very easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and we're not judging
1: them at all. Oh no, 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 no,
0: no, not judging. But it just it it can happen, Mm. and so you just you have to be very aware. Yeah, it says in our notes
1: right here. um, Even though you may be strong enough to resist the temptations, other members of your family may not. While God commands us to reach people in the Sodom near us. We must be very careful not to become like the very people we are trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's hard sometimes because it's temptations are all
0: around us and we all fall. We, oh. we all do. So. Especially, well not especially, I mean it's always been this way, but in this day and age it's so different because mm-hmm. of Every, like everything, with all the social media, and there's just, there's so much that we all see every day. Yes. It's something.
1: And on the social media and everything, it's all made okay, I think. It really or is. Or a lot of it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's very accepted. Yeah. And it is. Yep. And it's yep. interesting because when someone, not all the time, but, you know, if someone tries to kind of step up and say, hold on now. They immediately get attacked. Get attacked. Right. I don't know. Right. It's interesting.
1: And you know, being a Christian is the funnest life. Like, people think Christians are these like... (laughs) But you look at me and her. We have the best time ever. We do. I mean, we're the silliest people and we (laughs) have a great time. Don't you think? We always have a fun time, yeah. Like, we're not some... Yeah, but, so, I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah. It's all how you approach it, really. Exactly. Everyone approaches
1: things Look. differently. Yeah, oh, they, they do. Let's knock that off. <laughs> okay. Anyway.
0: But right. the, but you're 100% right, you know, it's just because you're a Christian, you're not some fuddy-duddy. No, tied up in a... Now, like... You don't wear bonnets. No. Why why do I I think we're wearing bonnets and we're wearing buggies? I know. Well, because. Like uh, the folks uh, back east. Amish? Yes, like Amish. Yeah,
1: Well, yeah. We're meant to. God meant this earth for us to enjoy. Yeah. You know, so here we are.
0: Could you imagine us
1: wearing. Vomits
0: no. and churning butter. We would
1: be... No. It wouldn't be nice. There
0: might be cursing oh. the entire time. It, it wouldn't be nice. I have to wake up at 4 a.m. I'd just oh. stay up.
1: Yeah. We'd just stay up. We'd just have coffee. stay up.
0: Yeah. I gotta churn this butter at yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah. It wouldn't
1: be nice. <laughs> no. We, we have a nice time. We do. I see you don't want to talk about churning butter. Well... <laughs> I have churned butter. No, you have not. Yeah, I have milk butter Because when I was in um, um, Girl Scouts, and we had a song, and you'd go do it so many times, and other people do it, and I was upset because I felt like I was the only one shaking it hard enough. So I just got up and left. No. Yeah, because I didn't want to say nothing but, you know. That makes me sad. No, don't be sad. Little Amy. No, not Little Amy. How old were you? Probably nine, and I just don't have patience for it because I want to just, come on, get it done.
0: Even at at nine, you were like
1: that? and then there was no salt in it, so it tasted terrible. Who wants the bread on, that butter on that bread with no salt on it? Why didn't they put salt in the butter? (sighs) Who knows? like milk made into butter with no salt. Whatever. It's not for me. <laughs> I have better... You know. Someone can do
0: that, though. Yeah, I guess. It's just not us. No? No. No. All right. We um, got to go. Let's get back to Genesis. I'm yeah. sorry we got us off track yeah, with churning fine. butter. No, it's fine. All right. Did we read that? No, Melchizedek. Okay. Oh, here
1: he is. Here he
0: is. All right. So, Where's he at? All right. Well, I'm going to tell you. We're Genesis chapter 14 verses 18 through 23. I'm going to read it. Okay. And Melchizedek, the king of Salem and a priest of God most high brought Abram some bread and wine. Melchizedek blessed Abram. Then Abram gave Melchizedek a 10th of all the goods he had recovered. The king of Sodom said to Abram, give back my people who were captured, but you may keep for yourself all the goods you have recovered. Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I solemnly swear to the Lord God most high creator of heaven and earth that I will not take so much as a single thread or sandal thong from what belongs to you. Otherwise you might say I am the one who made Abram rich. That's, he had, Abram had standards. He had high standards. Yes. And he wanted to be sure. Now we, Amy and I were talking about Melchizedek. Because we were so curious about him, and you have amazing information. Yes, because it says on 1418,
1: it says, Melchizedek, the king of Salem, and a priest of God most high. So we got very confused. So we did some research, and then you don't hear about him anymore. Mm -mm. So we had to get you guys some information, and he is... He's mentioned three times in the Bible, in Genesis fourteen eighteen, Psalm 110, and Hebrews 5 and 7. There was only two priests appointed by God, Melchizedek and Jesus. All others were appointed by, um, in other words, there's only two. He is a priest and a king. So let me make this straight. There's, he is a priest, both priest and king. There's, there's no one else like that in the Bible. So except Jesus, of course, his, so all of the priests were in the line of the Levites otherwise, but he wasn't a Levite. So he was appointed by God. And we're going to get into the Levites in a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, His life resembled the Son of God, so people oftentimes said maybe he was another Jesus or something. People would get confused, but he wasn't. Um, Nothing is stated about his death or birth, and that's another reason why people would think he was a God. His name means King of Righteousness. And um, that in the Old Testament, the meaning of a person's name indicates one's relationship to God. So his name was King of Righteousness. In Hebrews, it he is viewed as an ordinary man. So I hope all that helps. It was back and forth, but I hope all of that information helps you.
0: Yeah, because we, we really wanted to get that straight in, in doing further research and what what your daughter had, because she had yes. done research on it. Yes. Um, so that's her notes. Yeah, those so. are her notes, and, and we just wanted to give you the straight lowdown on Melchizedek. Yes. Thank you for that.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there that is. So.
0: What Abram was talking about in uh, Genesis 14, the big quote that we had just read, The oath demonstrates that Abram's commitment to making it clear that all he had was given to him by the Lord. For God's glory, Abram didn't want any hint of confusion about the source of his wealth or his victory over the enemy or his allegiance to God. Yeah. Uh, he He wanted the Lord to get all the credit. Yes. And in our notes, it had said, live for God and you're likely to be at the right place at the right time examine your heart to whom or what is your greatest loyalty. If you can honestly answer God, you are living for him. That's right. I like that. I do too. Now I had, I just added this cause we were talking about this on Monday and it really stuck with me. It still sticks with me. Do you see greatness from God or from people? No. And think about that. Like every morning, if you wake up, you're, maybe thinking about your day a little bit. Do you seek greatness from God or people? Mm-hmm. And that might, ch- that'll change your perspective on things. On
1: everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, If you come to a crossroad every day mm-hmm. and you you're struggling and you say, wait a minute, God, am I seeking to find my worth in you mm-hmm. or in the person in front of me? Or am I trying to find find my worth in you or my boss. It should always be in God. Yeah. And yeah. he will He will always take care of you. hmm And the devil's going to be right there trying to say no, you need to find it in the person. Huh? Yeah. Always. And, and especially when you're just starting to study, he's going to be attacking you because he's mm-hmm. trying to get you to come back the other way. hmm Let us tell you. So... So that's
0: always, that's always something like I've been saying that a couple times a day to myself. All right, hold on. Who are you trying to see greatness from today? Yeah. God or, or from other people? Yeah. Yeah. And especially
1: with money friends, don't let money Mm. rule your life friends. Mm. It's nothing. My dad used to say, all it is, is a piece of paper and it is. Don't let it run your lives. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, we're me and you are the most least money-hungry people in the world. I, I, we live... I mean, we do not let it... We just live. Yeah, we do. We, we don't do. go on fancy trips, huh?
0: No. We're no. just not
1: that... We're not these people. Mm-hmm. Our children just... You know, they don't... We, they just get going. Yeah. They don't have a whole bunch of fancy schmancy. No.
0: And that, that just... That isn't what brings happiness to life. No,
1: our
0: our love and our friendship mm-hmm. and love for everyone else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. Yeah, the material the material things. No, and once you start really bringing that love, letting God bring that love into your heart, and feeling it for other people you will start to change and you will you won't see things the same way anymore it's like yeah i guess i'm good i don't need this no. i don't need that i'm good you will not even want to buy stuff no no i'm serious like when we go to ross or tj or something i'm like oh this purse is over 40 dollars yeah, oh. i know <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. I
1: have one. There it is. Hey, I'll sew that sew that clasp back on again. It's my sewn on ten times. I'll sew it back on. Uh, no one's
0: gonna see that stain and no, the purse. No, no one's who
1: cares? Like
0: sixty nine ninety nine. No, no,
1: no, no. No. We're fine. Or we'll buy one and it lasts a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like one good quality, we're fine. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Anyway, Do you have anything else with chapter 14? No. Okay. 14, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to 15, chapter 15. Yeah. Uh, Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision and said to him, Do not be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you, and your reward will be great. Uh, And in our notes... When you fear what lies ahead, remember that God will stay with you through difficult times and that he has promised you great blessings. Mm-hmm. That is a wonderful, amazing thing to remember because we all we all go through difficult times. Yeah. We do. And his promise. Yes. Promise. He
1: never has broke a promise. Yeah. He's going to keep his promise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you will get through those difficult times. If you can't do anything but just sit there and say his name in your head, just, or sit there, just, he knows your heart. Yeah.
0: You don't have to say anything. Yeah. yep, You will get through it. Yeah. You will. Now, the thing, you know, Abram... You, he's still curious as to how all of this is going to happen yeah because he and his wife have no children she, right. she hasn't been able to have any children no. so how are all of these great blessings going to happen yes and as it stood one of his household servants was in line to inherit his wealth because according to custom if uh, if uh, you know, a man and a wife, if they were to die, if the man was to die without a son, then the eldest servant would become the heir. Right. Then the Lord took
1: Abram outside and said to him, look in the sky and see all the stars. That's how many descendants you will have. But he just can't believe it. Yeah. Then the Lord told him, look, I'm the I'm the Lord who brought you out of Ur and the Chaldeans to give you this land as you as your possession, possess possession, but Abram said, "O sovereign Lord, how can I be sure that I will possess it?" And then he said, "Bring me, you know, sacrifice these, kill them," and then Abram fell into a deep sleep, and the Lord said to Abram, "You can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land." Will they, they will be oppressed a a as slaves for 400 years. And then four generations will go by. And then Ishmael is born to, because Sarai can't have any children. So Ishmael is born to, is it, I forget her name, is it Hagar? Yeah. So she's born. He is born um, on... I had a, a although Abram had been demonstrating his faith through his actions it was belief in the Lord not his actions that made Abram right with God we too can have relationships with God by trusting him our outward actions church attendance or prayer good deeds will not by themselves make us right a good relationship is based on faith the heartfelt inner confidence that God is who he says he is and does what he says will he will do. Right actions will follow naturally as byproducts. I love that. I did too. Oh, you wrote it too. I did. Uh, I even yes. highlighted that. Yes. I, it was
0: wonderful that it is truly our faith.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, not not kind of all of the extraneous things no. that are going on. It, it is your faith. It's not... A check off at church. It's not. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I prayed this many times. Yeah. I've done this many Bible
0: studies. No. Mm-hmm. It's your faith. Yeah, and so you know Abram, like we've been saying, he's he's concerned, and so God told him to to bring those specific animals. I yes. forget what they were into uh-huh. uh, what. Tetramin bisect- half. The cut them in half, yeah. and then Genesis chapter fifteen. Verses 12 through 16, as the sun was going down, Abram fell into a deep sleep and a terrifying darkness came down over him. Then the Lord said to Abram, you can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land. Like you said, they will be oppressed as slaves for 400 years, but I will punish the nation that enslaves them. And in the end, they will come away with great wealth. As for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age. After four generations, your descendants will return here to this land. For the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. And while Abram was asleep, he saw a smoking fire pot and torch move between the halves of the carcasses of the of the animals. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's said in here, why did God send this strange vision to Abram? God's covenant with Abram was serious business. It represented an incredible promise from God and a huge responsibility for Abram. To confirm his promise, God gave Abram a sign, the smoking fire pot, and the flaming, flaming torch. torch. And it was neat because it they said the fire and the smoke suggested three things. Yes. One, God's holiness. Two, his zeal for righteousness. And three, his judgment on all the nations. I'm glad they kind of broke that down. I did too. Because- I mean, just visually, it's like, ooh, that's kind of neat. But yeah. it, what does it mean? exactly yeah uh god took the initiative gave the confirmation and followed through on his promises god's passing through the pieces was a visible assurance to abram that the covenant god made was real and we just read about this on monday as well this is the third covenant god had made yeah if we think back Genesis chapter three, verse 15, Satan and mankind, they were going to be enemies. Yes. And then the sign was going to be pain and childbirth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Genesis chapter nine, verses eight through 17. We've read that God would never again destroy the earth with a flood. When we were talking about Noah and the sign was uh, a rainbow. And then what we were just talking about here, uh, Abram's descendants would become a great nation if they obeyed God. God would be there, God forever. The sign was the smoking fire pot and the flaming torch. Yeah. So we've had three covenants so three. far. Yep. And that's all I have for chapter 15. Do yes. you, what, what else do you I have? I
1: think that's it. But I want to be sure because I want to, I,
0: I just. There's there's so much going on in these yeah. chapters. Okay. There really is. And we want everyone to have a, a good understanding because you have to have that good base of knowledge going further into the Bible. Right.
1: It like builds on. Yes. Because Ishmael I want to make sure they understand about Ishmael and Isaac. So yeah, but that's coming up next. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm
0: good. Okay. I'm so good. Chapter sixteen. Uh Genesis chapter sixteen, verses one and two. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had not been able to bear children for him. But she had an Egyptian servant named is it Hagar? Yeah, Hagar. That's what I that's what I say. So Sarai said to Abram, "The Lord has prevented me from having children. Go and sleep with my servant. Perhaps I can have children through her." And Abram agreed with Sarai's proposal. Yes. This was common. It was common. Yeah, it was not some yeah. it isn't yeah. some scandalous thing going on. Yeah. They did this back then. Yeah. Um Sarai gave Hagar as a wife to Abram. Substitute wives were common practice in those times. A married woman who could not have children was shamed by her peers, which is horrible. It really is. And was often required to give a female servant to her husband in order to produce heirs. The children born to the servant were considered the children of the wife. Abram was acting in line with the custom of the day, but his actions showed a lack of faith that God would fulfill his promise. Yeah. But then was he supposed to
1: say, "Sarai, no, I'm not going to do that"? Then she's mad. It well, yeah, it would have been a mess. Yeah, but but as we see in here, she did get pregnant. Then she started treating Sarai bad.
0: Oh, and that's that's even more horrible. Yeah, about. and
1: then Sarai gets mad at Abram, saying, "This is all your fault that she treats me bad because you slept with her." Well, the poor man, he can't win. What? what? He's supposed to do. He's like, uh, he's gonna tear his clothes and put dirt on his face.
0: He's just gonna,
1: because like, that's what they
0: did. You know, he's gonna listen. You said sleep with this with this gal. I slept with the gal. She's pregnant. Now you're mad at me that I slept with the gal yeah. and she got pregnant. Go handle your business. Yeah. What do I have to do with this now? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you bringing this to me? Why are you bringing this to me? <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, he did what she said. (laughs) Yes, he did. Sarai took matters into her own hands by giving Hagar to Abram. Like Abram, she had trouble believing God's promise, which was directed specifically toward Abram and Sarai. Out of his lack of faith... Oh, you read that. No, no. Go ahead. Series of problems this inevitably happens when we take over for God. trying to make his promise come true through efforts that are not in line with his specific directions. In this case, time was the greatest test of Abram and Sarai's willingness to let God work in their lives. Sometimes we too must simply wait. When we ask God for something, we have to wait. We can be tempted to take matters into our own hands and
0: interfere with God's plans. And that's that's what it's all about. Patience. Yeah, I have been talking to Chris about patience for this last month. Come on, yeah, that's her husband. That's my husband. It's once again, it's not easy to be patient mm-hmm. when you want and you want an answer. Yeah, like what's going on? Yes, no, what's going? On? Yeah. Sometimes you. Oh, my spit. Sometimes you just have to be patient. Yeah, I'm telling and you. And they weren't. So no. I was like, "This is happening." Yeah, we're doing it.
1: I'm done. I'm. Tired of these looks and all these women looking at me and downgrading me. Get her preg. Yeah. And now she's mad. Get her preg. Adam replied, Abram replied, look, she's your servant. So deal with her as you see it. Then Sarai treated Hagar so harshly that she finally ran away.
0: There's a whole lot of drama going on there.
1: I mean, really. Two women together... I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai.
0: I mean, you've got wives, mistresses, having kids. There's going to be drama. Men.
1: And then it says, the angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit to her authority. I will give you more descendants than you can count.
0: Yeah, and it said in the notes that Hagar needed to work on her attitude towards Sarai, no matter how justified it may have been. Running away from problems rarely solves them. It is wise to return to our problems, face them squarely, accept God's promise of help, correct our attitudes, and act as we should. Right. Sometimes you just got to put on your, your adult pants, your, your big girl pants, your big boy pants, mm-hmm. and deal with what's going on. Yeah, yeah just get it done. You, sometimes you just got to get it done. Yeah, that's just part of, of a, being an adult. And, it,
1: oh. it, and and here's where I wanted to say on uh, sixteen eleven, mm-hmm. or actually twelve. They, she said. The angel said to Hagar, "This son of yours will be a wild man, as untamed as a wild donkey. Oh. He will raise his fist against everyone, and everyone will be against him." Yes, he will live in open hostility against all his relatives. Mm. So you got to remember that yeah. for the future.
0: Yeah. And the did you say that the, the angel also told, she said, yeah, the angel Ishmael. said she was going to have a son and that the child was going to be named Ishmael, meaning God hears. Yes. I didn't say that. Okay. Because the Lord heard her cry of distress. Yes. Abram was 86 when Ishmael was born. He's getting up there. Yeah. Therefore,
1: Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord who had spoken to her. She said, you are the God who
0: sees me. She also said, have I truly seen the one who sees me? And then in the notes, it said, in spite of this messy situation, God demonstrated his ability to work in all things for good. So, and Abram still received the son they so desperately wanted, and God solved Hagar's problem despite Abram's refusal to get involved. I mean, do you blame the guy for not wanting no, to get involved? No, I don't. No. He's smart. He turned that corner, saw what was going on, he's like, nope. Nope. Let me just turn back around Shh. and go. Uh-uh. No problem is too complicated for God if you are willing to let him help you. That's right. Amen. Oh, that is so the truth. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had for chapter sixteen. Me too.
1: Okay. That me too for sixteen. Yes. Okay. Now, oh, I did have one more thing. Go for it. On Ishmael, when they talked about his life, God, God's plans incorporate people's mistakes. We have seen that throughout the Bible already and we're only on page 36 (laughs) and he can incorporate your mistakes. Yes. He's incorporated my mistakes, Mm -hmm. all of ours, Mm -hmm. that he has already written your life in the book. Yeah. He already knows what's going to happen till we're gone. Our mistakes are there for reasons. Mm -hmm. So don't. Don't get caught up on that in your life.
0: Oh no, on, on mistakes made? No. no. No, no, no.
1: Uh-uh. No. Just like you tell your children, don't just let that go. Yeah. Just move on. God has died on the cross for those sins and mistakes and by you not accepting him dying on that cross and forgiveness, it's it's really putting God down
0: yeah yeah
1: you know it's really saying you didn't do enough for me do you agree yeah no you're right let it go friends yeah. yeah just come and enjoy what he gave you the fruits of what he did mm-hmm. okay yeah no
0: that was great moving on chapter 17 uh I'm gonna read chapter 17 verses 1 through 6 When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai, Shaddai, God Almighty. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. I will make a covenant with you by which I will guarantee to give you countless descendants. At this, Abram fell face down on the ground. Then God said to him, This is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. What's more, I am changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, you will be called Abraham. For you will be the father of many nations. Your descendants will become many nations, and kings will be among them. That's something. So here, Abram finally uh, has his name changed to Abraham. And God, once again, is telling him. Again. Yeah. Yeah. There are great things that are happening, uh, through you. Uh, and why did God repeat his covenant to Abram again? Twice before he mentioned this agreement here, however, God was bringing it into focus and preparing to carry it out. He revealed to Abram several specific parts of his covenant and there's four parts, one, God would give Abram many descendants. Two, many nations would descend from him. Three, God would maintain his covenant with Abram's descendants. And then four, God would give Abram's descendants the land of Canaan. And you had mentioned this earlier. In the Bible, people's names were very important. Yeah. Like uh, it described a person's character or experience. Uh, Shortly before the promised son was conceived, God changed Abram's name, which meant exalted father, to abraham which means father of many from this point on the bible calls him abraham
1: what neat yeah it gets confusing for us though
0: yeah because i get mixed up yeah yes i know yes so so from now on abram will be known as abraham in uh genesis chapter 17 verses 10 and 11 this is the covenant that you and your descendants must keep each male among you must be circumcised. You must cut off the flesh of your foreskin as a sign of the covenant between me and you. And the terms were simple. Abraham would obey God and circumcise all of the males in his household. God's part was to give Abraham heirs, property, power, and wealth. Most contracts are even trades we give something and in turn receive something of equal value. But when we become part of God's covenant family, the blessings we receive far outweigh what we must give up. Why did so? Why did why circumcision? Well, I have it here.
1: Go for it. Um, it was a sign of obedience to Him in all matters, a sign of belonging to His covenant people. Once circumcised, the man would be identified as one of God's chosen people eventually the Jews forever as a symbol of cutting off the old life of sin purifying one's heart and dedication to oneself to God mm. possibly also as a help measure mm. circumcision more than any other practice separated God's people from their pagan neighbors in Abraham's day this was essential in order to develop the pure worship of the one true God Hmm. This is before Jesus. Yes, as we know. Yes. Okay. Also, I I loved one part in our notes it says we are to obey the Lord in every respect because he is God. That is reason enough. If you don't think the benefits of obe- obedience are worth it, consider who God is, the only one with the power and ability to meet your every need. And he does meet. He's the only one that can meet every one of our needs. Mm -hmm. And think about what he did for you. He, he gave his son to die on a cross Mm -hmm. for every one of
0: our sins, and he had no sin. Uh, Genesis chapter seventeen verses fifteen through seventeen. Then God said to Abraham regarding Sarai, your wife. Her name will no longer be Sarai. From now on, her name will be Sarah, and I will bless her and give you a son from her. Yes, I will bless her richly, and she will become the mother of many nations. Kings of nations will be among her descendants. So Abram is now Abraham. Sarai is now Sarah. Abraham was now 100, and Sarah 90. 90. Oh, I'd say,
1: come on. I'm too old. I am so done. I would say unless you're gonna give me a twenty year old to take care of this kid
0: Wouldn't you? At ninety. I mean, I don't listen, I know times were different then. We're looking at it from two thousand nineteen yeah. standards, but ugh, ninety. Uh oh. uh. Uh-uh. I'd say Reagan get over here and take care of this kid. I'm 48 and I got to take five naps a day. I know. Ooh. Yeah, come on, people. 90. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now, Abraham, in listening to all this, yeah. he believed God was talking about Ishmael. Yeah, he's he like, did. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, well. But God told Abraham he would, in fact, have a son with Sarah yes. named Isaac. Yep. Uh, but Going on with his business, Abraham circumcised all the males in his household that day. Yes, he did. Okay. God. Now, listen, I'm, oh. I'm going to say it. I may cut it out, but I'm going to say it. Do you think all the males in that household were like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, that's a mess.
1: And Abraham had to cut his own. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Did you see it?
0: Read You read it, girl. You know what? I don't know why I never put two and two together. He
1: had to circumcise his cell.
0: Uh, Lord, forgive me for... (laughs) Yeah, because I'm just thinking of the visual of this, Amy. Come on.
1: (laughs) Himself, then. Everybody else?
0: Line up. Line them
1: up. Line them up. What?
0: Did they have a a deadening? Oh, they had to have had some sort of uh, numbing agent. Mm -hmm. Or a tie-off. Oh.
1: I don't know, but you know how men are. I don't know.
0: I can't get out of my mind just him. Yeah, right there. self one. Oh, I know. You think he was like, just don't look. Just hold on. Well he had to look. No, I mean like if Sarai was there. Just I don't look. Yeah, hold don't on. Don't look. Don't look
1: <laughs> Well, probably it probably she probably couldn't even be there.
0: Oh yeah. I just want more poor thing. poor things. Alright. Mm-hmm. Alright, we're gonna let that go. I, now I've lost where I was. Okay, so in our notes, despite his doubts, Abraham followed God's commands. Even people of great faith may have doubts. When God seems to want the impossible and you begin to doubt his leading, be like Abraham. Mm -hmm. Focus on God's commitment to fulfill his promises to you and then continue to obey. Yeah, it's hard, but yes. Um, But and then also God didn't forget Ishmael. No. No. Although he, he wasn't going to be Abraham's heir, uh, he, he would also be the father of a great nation. So regardless of your circumstances, God has not forgotten you. Obey him and trust in his plan. That's right. That's for sure. That's all I have. Yeah. That's, that's chapters way. 12 through 17. They were great. They were. There's a lot of wonderful things in there. Yeah. They are so good. And eighteen, so good. Oh, yeah. We're getting to some good stuff. Yeah. More good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so next time we're we're going to be reading Genesis. It's going to be shorter. Yeah. Chapters 18 through 20. Yes, because they're yeah yeah okay. Uh, and if you have any questions or comments, just uh, you can email them. You can leave comments down below if you're if you're watching the YouTube video, whatever, whatever you want. But I think that's it. I know. We've enjoyed you. Yes. We love doing this. We do. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, we really, we hope everyone is doing well and and enjoying the Bible study. And that's it. We hope you have a a blessed day. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And we will catch you next time. Bye Bye. Bye.